Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. We are here at KZN. We are looking at the provincial government of COCTA, Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs. It's going to be our focus for today, 2019-2020 budget. And uh, I'm joined here by the head of communications in COCTA, KZN, uh, Mr. Lennox Mabasa. And thank you very much for joining us this afternoon, sir. Uh, thank you very much and, uh, to you and your SAF listeners, and thank you for hosting us. So w- what should we be expecting today? What are the announcements, the big the announcements that we're going to to be getting from government today. We know that the, there has been a bit of an increase on the budget itself. Uh, I think it's a welcome relief. Well, uh, it's a bag full of exciting news. Uh, MSC for Cocta, MSC Potlomoga has just uh, concluded uh, delivering his uh, maiden budget speech before the provincial house, uh, here before the provincial legislature. Uh, as I indicated, it's a budget that seeks to restore our democratic institutions, especially local governance institutions, municipalities, and traditional leadership to the path of transformation, growth, and development. And uh, indeed, uh, you know, uh, he has outlined what is going to constitute uh, priority areas as we move forward uh, in terms of uh, the agenda of the sixth administration. Uh, indeed, the MEC has highlighted that uh, putting the people first is going to be the order of the day ensuring that we end uh, what is a perceived state of dysfunctionality in some municipalities is going to be one of the key focal areas and ensuring that service delivery and uh, seeing the dust flying in terms of development initiatives those are the key areas that will characterize the work of of this of this sixth administration in municipalities it's going to be a tough one because you know you as you said we're going to try and fix some of the wrongs that uh, have been in the past and so on but you've also acknowledged as well here in local government that uh, some Sometimes you come in as the province and fix a municipality, and when you leave, you're back to square one again. It's going to be a tough sell. Yeah, it's not going to be, as the MEC highlighted, it's not going to be an easy route, but uh, he highlighted the fact that uh, if need be, we're going to have to take unpopular uh, decisions mm-hmm. uh, and, and make sure that you, you know, because uh, he made a very fundamental point that uh, unanim- unanimity at times is not a cradle of wisdom. Mm-hmm. So you might have to be unpopular, but be correct and be on the side of the people. So he, he said that we'll be uh, very much uh, decisive in terms of attending to some of the challenges. Mm-hmm. For instance, he highlighted the point that uh, we, we, we have our program of back to basics. Uh, yes, I, I, and I want just to unpack that a little bit, he's touched on that quite a few times, and uh, that's obviously the program that uh, the minister initiated. Uh, just touch on that a little bit about how you're going to implement that yourselves and uh, regionally. Yes, uh, Back to Basics is a program that drives uh, local government. It's informed by an understanding that uh, you know, local government, when it was established in the year 2000, it was supposed to undergo three phases. Uh, it was an establishment phase. It then had to be stabilized. Uh, uh, through a consultation phase, which was a second phase, uh, but now it had to finan- finally, you know, achieve what is called the sustainability phase. Mm-hmm. We should by now not be talking about municipalities that uh, are unstable, that are unable to perform their task, that are still battling with simple challenges where people still complain about a pothole on the road in the municipality cannot fix the road. So the MSC was very clear that uh, the back to basics which has been articulated nationally by Minister Dr. Nkosazan Zuma as well as the President in the state of the province address and the Premier Sitlesigalala in the state of the province uh, are going to drive the program of action uh, going forward. We, we have to make sure that we attend to the issues of fixing potholes, we attend to, to getting the, 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 the basic things right so that the bigger things like clean audit spending, money-wise and fast-taking infrastructure can also uh, fall into 
to place. I mean, I'm going to put this on your doorstep because you are head of communication. There, there has been talk of dialogues happening with communities. Is that part of the problem where you're not communicating well enough with the communities about what's at your disposal, how much you have, what's possible, what is, what can be done? Are you going to step that up in terms of at least communicating? I think South Africans are very lenient. They understand the constraints. But if we don't speak to them, then, then you know, they react. So is that going to be something? I see that somewhere in the budget there was a, com- a, a, a reference to dialogues. What kind of dialogues are we referring to here? Well, uh, the MEC Siposo Muga uh, has highlighted uh, one important pillar that is going to define the work that we are going to be doing going, going forward. Uh, the pillar which focuses on putting the people first. This mm-hmm. is this is one pillar that is said we are going to be a government that goes to the people, that listens to the people, that work with the people. This means that we are not going to go to the community when there are cha- when, when when there are challenges or when there are successes pair or when there are successes only. Uh, in fact, when there are challenges, we are going to make sure that we we visit the community and we explain to them but he highlighted the point that what what is going to define our work is, is to ensure that we strengthen the IGR process intergovernmental relations because section 154 of the constitution enjoins a national and provincial government to support municipalities not just only to intervene so we have to make sure that the two spheres support municipalities the starting point is that the IDPs of municipalities has got to be our bible of implementation as a, a government yes. Everything that gets to be implemented, every development happens in the municipal space. Now, it, it mustn't be the case that somebody comes and promises housing delivery and they create expectations from the people and then the people will start fighting at the municipality when four years down the line that work has not been done because the mandate of housing delivery belongs to the human settlement department. So he said from now on, 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 we are going to make sure that we sing from the same hymn book in terms of development. The commitments that are made uh, by other spheres of government have got to be realized within the time frames. So other spheres of government have got to start their procurement arrangements to make sure that what gets communicated to the people on the ground uh, is implemented within time frames. If we can't achieve that, all of us go back to the community to communicate so that the, the, now the defining feature is going to be ensuring that IGR structures are effective and they are game changers and that uh, where other, other departments, other spheres of government are able to communicate directly on challenges with municipalities. Uh, essentially, that's your role. Cocked up because cooperative governance is your role. So what have you learned from the failings of the past? We are here because often, and this is you know obviously re, uh, uh, referred to a lot in this in this budget that we've made mistakes. We need to get things back on the ground. I'm I'm told there were thing words like we were hands off for a while. How are you going to take back that responsibility as Cocta? Well, uh, you know, uh, Cocta is the department that. Uh, always uh, have a, a self-reflection and uh, you know thoroughly interrogate itself because we believe that uh, we can always do better than what how we've done in the past mm-hmm. uh, now again we've looked at the issues and the developments and the new evolutions that have emerged so that's why uh, the, we are also saying we, we are going to have to re-engineer the way the way in which we do our work and mm-hmm. we do things by ensuring that the the, the role of being a cock a cock that drives this the delivery of government as a whole we are going to 
play it, 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 it in, a, in, a, in a forceful manner uh, this time around. We're going to ensure that uh, through the structure such as the Premier's Code, the Ting Council, which is uh, chaired by the Honourable Premier here, or Honourable Sister Zagalala, as well as the Munimec, uh, those forums, that's where we're going to be, are going to be the cauldron uh, that cooks all uh, service delivery initiatives. But when you go and implement on the ground, you don't have a situation where we, we are disjointed or, 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 or maybe we create a problem for another sphere. If somebody commits that we are going to deliver water, because at times we acknowledge the point that municipalities are guests to be attacked for issues that are not necessarily within their mandate, that are promised by other spheres of government. So we're saying that time has to come to an end because uh, 19 years on, the sphere of local government cannot be pitiful by basic challenges mm. which are, are induced by other spheres of government and yet it is local government that suffers because they are at the call face of the community. A councillor is the first form of government that people wake up to and interact with on a daily basis. But I'm going to put something else on your doorstep as a province. There is a lot of talk about administrative misbehavior by some admin people who move from the one municipality, mess up, and then are redeployed in another municipality. And I'm putting this on you because this redeployment thing would come from province. So how are you going to manage that? It's come up today. It's come up in the speeches. Where are you going to find the the will, the political will, to do, even if you still continue with the, the redeployment of cadres, that you do it in such a manner that you don't compromise one municipality over another. Well, uh, MSC Sipotomuga uh, of Cork and is going to be with you uh, later on yes. to actually detail all the issues that he has outlined before the House, the vision uh, to reposition the sphere of local government that he has outlined in, in the legislature. That's why he's going to be able to articulate you, to you that in addressing those questions, he has conducted uh, an, an order, a comprehensive assessment, assessment of the state of local government, which has been eye-opening for many of us to say there's much more work that needs to be done. For instance, in addressing that challenge, he articulated the point that there's got to be a database now uh, that we keep of those people that are messing up in other municipalities only to jump ship when they're about to be disciplined to be found in another. He said we've got to work together as a government so that we're able to weed out those elements because if they inflict chaos somewhere else, how, how we can't be hopeful that they will all of a sudden turn around another municipality. He said that is going to be a, a critical area and the character is much more going to be stricter now uh, because in terms of the law, whenever a, a municipal manager is appointed, MECs of Cork of Cocta have got to give their concurrence. Mm. So that means that we go, everyone must go through the eye of the needle in terms of ensuring that they've got capacity, skills, and experience, and that there is evidence that when they enter a municipal space, they are going to be uh, forces uh, of positive change that drive service delivery to the community. He mentioned prosecutions. I mean, is he serious about that? Well, absolutely. Uh, that's why he has indicated the point that uh, you know is going to be reviewing all the forensic investigations that have been undertaken, assessing how municipalities have implemented the remedial actions, uh, because uh, we, we we are aware of a situation where cases. Uh, wrongdoing was identified, municipalities were recommended to open cases, but others uh, have opened cases as a compliance issue, mm. you know, and not followed up in terms of cooperating with the SAPS and the NPA. Mm. Uh, those are some of the issues that uh, the MEC has indicated that we are going to make sure that uh, the remedial actions are acted upon, that the law enforcement agencies, at least they are able to hold people to account. Let those people be cleared uh, by law enforcement agencies on the allegations that uh, are being put forward. So he said, where we've done for forensic investigations uh, because that is part of ensuring good and clean governance that will help us to attend to the issue of clean 
audit outcomes uh, we are going to make sure that there is consequence management mm. and that councils are assisted in terms of that even if it means that we have to assist them with external support. Mr. Lennox Mabasa is my guest this afternoon. He is the COCTA Head of Communications as we are here in the KZN COCTA budget speech meeting. Uh, it is a 2019-2020 budget and we will be unpacking it. We will be asking you to also take part in this conversation because this is your money and uh, we always talk about uh, local governance and so on having a crisis at the moment. In fact, the MEC mentioned that he says we're at a crisis point because if you look around and you look at the number of protests that you see, you'll understand that this is something that we need to obviously look with a fine tooth comb with uh, and, and that's what we're doing here. That's exactly why we are here. We'll also be doing that in other provinces as well but we are here now in Kizirin looking at the budget 2020-2019-2020 COCTA budget uh, looking very closely at no- local government local infrastructure how local government is going to get better at service delivery. That's what we're doing. 0891-104-207. SAFM, leading the conversation. All right, my name is Pamela Modene. We are out here in KZN and we're here to take a closer look at COCTA, KZN COCTA Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs. Budget is being tabled today, 2019-2020. And our role here today is to really look very, very closely at what the budget does, what it's intended to do, and then ask authorities, you know, is this going to be enough? Is this going to address the many challenges that we see? Uh, we see protests, we see all kinds of problems. Is this going to be the budget that is going to finally once and for all sort all of that out. I'm in uh, conversation with Mr. Lennox Mabasa, who is a COCTA head of communication. And uh, just to um, move slightly from local government to some of the relationships that you, uh, trade relations that you have established lately, uh, I believe uh, Ethiopia is on the cards? Well, uh, uh, indeed, uh, you know that uh, we we exist in, in a global economy, and we've got to learn uh, lessons uh, from uh, and benchmark uh, the work that we do with others in, in, in across the continent and even abroad. So there are a number of partnerships that we're looking at with other countries in Africa in local government. Actually, we participate in various local government forums like uh, ICLE, you know, uh, cities, yes. uh, where we also ensure that uh, we take our mayors and councillors to such uh, areas so that they can benchmark themselves and, and learn. Uh, for instance, one of the areas to look at is Ethiopia and, and, and Burundi, for instance, in terms of how to ensure that we have a, a clean environment. Because if you arrive at a a, a clean municipality, you know, the cleanest municipality, that itself inspires confidence and pride uh, in terms of local citizens, but it's also good for investors uh, because it communicates a message without you having to open your mouth to say this is a healthy area, this is an area that is just, good. Just to expl- unpack that for me a little bit. You're saying that you're discussing it with them and, and your your priority is to see if you can have clean environments to, to manage that relationship. I'm not sure if I understand. No, no, what I'm saying is that uh, w- uh, part of the lessons that we want to learn yes. in this forum that we participate in, of, of local government, yes. that we participate in Africa as well as uh, abroad, yes. We, we are taking good lessons, but we are also... Uh, oh, are you, this is re- in your reference to Rwanda. In, in my reference to Rwanda, Got yes. Got it. And yes. as we know, Rwanda is uh, one of those cities, exactly. the cleanest cities in the in the world, in Absolutely, fact. Okay, absolutely. So because we got our own campaign here in the country, uh, the Good Green Deeds campaign, yes. which was launched by Honorable President, where municipalities will support the Department of Environmental Affairs here locally, which is uh, led by Honorable Emerson Nomsa to make sure that... Uh, uh, 
all our areas, all our our neighbourhoods are, are clean and they are attractive to investment. Because the key feature of this administration is to ensure that we we drive job creation and and we ensure the growth of the economies. So there is no investor that will come in an environment that is not clean. So part of the partnership that we have with other sister countries in Africa as well as uh, abroad is, is to ensure that we we have a cross pollination of ideas and we are able to learn and import and export good ideas so that we can you know exist at an equal and level in let, terms of development let me ask you one final quick question it's one thing to have cooperative governance within uh, international cooperative governance how are you going to make sure that the citizens on the ground themselves have good relations with other multinationals well, uh, you, the, the citizens, uh, of course, you know, we have a participatory democracy in South Africa. There is not development that comes from the top and goes to the people. We've got a bottom-up approach in terms of development. So if any development, if a mining is going to set up in a, in a particular area, there's got to be public consultation, steering committees that involves communities. So we are a government that is, is, is informed by the will of the people. Mm -hmm. So as, as, as is articulated in this budget, there's going to be quite a lot of work uh, and ideas, uh, wisdom that is coming from the community to make sure that they have a buy-in is not somebody sitting somewhere in a corner planning for the community. So we are a government. That's why we've got a key pillar in our back-to-basics program where we're saying we're putting the people first, meaning we go to people all the time. The MEC has articulated a point where there's going to be a, 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 a constituency month in this particular province where every councillor, every leader of government is going to go down and make sure that there is an engagement with the community, what we'll call the state of the what uh, addresses that are going to be happening. Those are the new features uh, that the MEC uh, for Cocta MEC Sipotlumaga has highlighted. So this budget uh, is, is basically uh, ensuring that we now turn the corner and achieve the final phase that was envisaged in the local government white paper of achieving a sustainable local government system. All right, we'll unpack that further uh, as we continue this conversation. We'll also have the MEC as well a little bit later on, Mr. Lennox Mabasa. Thanks very much for your time, uh, uh, Cocta Head of Communications here in KZN. Uh, a little bit late now, but uh, let's go straight to Udzile Saku for the very latest in headlines.